Welcome on into the Locked On Syracuse podcast, Friday edition of the show here. You made it to the weekend, another week down in the quarantine. Check out the show on Twitter, at LO underscore Syracuse. Tyler Aki and Tim Leonard with you, the only place for you to get daily Orange podcasts. We're going to talk to Justin Lampson once again today. I know there's a lot of big news right now in the college football world, and it pertains to Syracuse because we know one game's off the schedule for sure. That is no more Rutgers Scarlet Knights because the Big Ten is moving to a conference-only schedule for this 2020 season, and it looks like the ACC is not too far behind them. So we will probably hear about that more either by the time this airs or over the weekend. And on Monday, Tim and I are going to break all of that down, what it means for Syracuse, the longevity of this stuff, and really what kind of changes and how it impacts Syracuse as well. So we'll dive into all of that Monday. I know a lot of you guys are definitely intrigued about how this is all going to impact Syracuse, not just on the football front, but hey, this could bleed into basketball too. So we'll talk about all of that next week and we'll also break down everything that happened with Bayheim's Army. But we've got part two with our guy Justin Lampson. That is a fun conversation that we had with him, and we're going to pick it up for part two here. A lot more on his recruitment process and his relationship with Dino Babers. Also, what he's looking forward to most about playing in the ACC at this high level of competition as well. So let's get into it. Justin Lampson, part two. So how much did you watch Cuse growing up? Because you're out in California, and if you were to go back in time to maybe when you were 14, 15, and you told yourself then I'd, I'd be going to play at Syracuse. you think that would have been a surprise to your 14- or 15-year-old self? Oh, definitely. I, I thought I was for sure going to play in the Pac-12. Um, I, didn't, I didn't even think about ACC or moving to New York, I guess. I watched a lot of uh, Notre Dame's games just watching Ian and stuff, but I thought I was going to end up like at a Cal or Washington State or something like that. Oh, so you saw Ian beat up on Cuse pretty good then. <laughs> yeah yeah yep. i remember that game at, at yankee stadium it was not pretty for for the orange um what so what was the dream school for you growing up stanford stanford that's a pretty okay. good dream school yeah <laughs> yes sir yeah it, yep if stanford came knocking on your door right now would you consider it no um probably not just because like they didn't really believe in me like they came to my school and like talked to me and stuff and they said they were going to wait to offer someone before, uh, before like I didn't get a chance to throw in front of them. But so I don't know. I'm not going to get into that. But uh, yeah, I wouldn't. Definitely not. So how long has Syracuse been interested in you? Because I know relative to maybe some of your other offers, it came a little bit later and you talked about how you're kind of waiting on it. But it seems like they were always in contact with you for a good while now, right? Yeah, um, they they started talking to me. Coach Bartel actually texted me right after I got the Louisville offer. Then the next day I met Coach Gilbert. And then I already knew about Coach Lynch just because of my coach, but he was also on the Zoom call. So I met them like a day after the Louisville offer. What intrigues you about playing in the ACC? Because you're going to get to play, especially in the ACC Atlantic, against a team like Clemson. Florida State, I mean, you get those cats every single year. So what is it that was so intriguing to you about playing in a conference like that? Yeah, um, just definitely big-time football. 
with a lot of fans and I think there's a like I think there's a there's a big thing to that in recruiting like you want to have as much exposure as you can and um and play at the highest level so that's definitely something I was looking for is is there a school that you're looking forward to playing at like a, is there a stadium or something that you're looking forward to playing at in in your college career yeah, I would say Clemson. I just want I want to see that atmosphere and uh I'm super excited to play against them. It's big time, man. It is it gets loud there. So just know you you're gonna have to have your hand signals down because you're not gonna be able to hear anything that's getting called in from the sidelines. Yeah, I bet. I heard carrier dome's pretty crazy too, so it is. Oh, you know, yeah. It gets loud. Yeah, especially when they're good. It does. Especially when yeah. Clemson's in town, honestly. And it'll be cool because that's kind of formed into a little bit of a rivalry i know some clemson fans might scoff at that but syracuse has played them close i'm sure you've maybe seen some of those games have you got a chance to talk to any of the other 2021 commits and start a group chat or anything since you committed yeah they they already have a group chat on snapchat and stuff so they added me to that i don't really talk face to face on like facetime or anything but i've been texting with a couple of them back and forth Who's the guy that tried to pursue you the hardest or like really tried to recruit you to the the team out of the the 2021 recruits? Oof. I think they all kind of texted me though. Like there there wasn't one that really stood out. Um I think they all sent me like a what's up bro like we want you to come to Q's and stuff. So that was pretty cool to see all of them like the receivers and tight ends and even the linemen and stuff. So that was pretty sick. Well, Syracuse is after a couple offensive linemen right now, so maybe you could, you know, return the favor, send a couple of those texts out as well. I'm sure the coaches will talk to you about that when when they want you to do it. But that's a cool part, I think, about where this class is trending is now there's some momentum behind it. And when you add a player like you, I feel like this could be the start of something big. Uh, have you gotten a chance to – I know we talked about you want to talk to Dungy. Have you gotten a chance to talk to DeVito at all? No, I haven't talked to Tommy DeVito yet, but um, I'm sure I will, like, pretty soon, like, once the season starts coming up. I might get in some of their meetings and stuff if that's allowed. I don't know. We'll see. Has the coaching staff told you anything about – are they looking to build an offensive line now for the rest of this class? Because, I, I mean, I saw from over the weekend there was a couple offensive linemen who – have really seemed to make Syracuse one of their higher priority schools. But have they talked to you about, yeah, we need to build an offensive line around our quarterback now that we have him? Yeah, they haven't said much about how many they're taking, but I've been texting a lot of uh, O-line recruits, and they're pretty responsive. They're the most responsive out of any of the positions. So we're trying to get some guys in there, and uh, I think we're going to get a couple. We'll see. I don't know. It's not for sure yet, but I think I think we're pretty close. When you saw that Syracuse, and maybe you haven't seen this, I don't know, but they allowed the most sacks in the Power Five and from a season ago. And it wouldn't be running from a challenge because, again, you don't want to go behind the, the one of the weakest walls in any situation when you're going out to battle. But when you saw that, was this something where you talked to them and said, hey, I, I know I can, I'm a dual threat guy and I'm mobile, but I, I do need a little help on the offensive line. Yeah, I don't – I mean, I didn't look too much into it. I know stuff like that happens. So, um, like, I didn't really talk to them too much about that. But I definitely saw it, and, and I think they'll be fine next year. And I think the guys that are coming in my class will be uh, pretty good. So. 
Yeah, I think they're definitely trending up, and I'm glad to hear that you were reaching out to some of them. That's really cool. Plenty more to get to from this fun conversation, but first, got to tell you about rockauto.com, a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it is for your classic or daily driver, you can get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. RockAuto.com's catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low. Trust me, they are. I went the other day. And be sure when you go to check out the How Did You Hear About Us box and write Locked On in there so they know we sent you to rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. What's it like playing high school ball in California? What are the crowds like out there and the competition? Oh, yeah, it's big time. Uh, everybody talks about, like, the SoCal teams and the, those being, like, some crazy games. And obviously, they got a lot of talent down there. But the NorCal games, like the Sacramento area and Division One, which is our, our like, top uh, division, it gets pretty crazy, definitely, like, with the rivalries and stuff. Um, I think we got a pretty cool atmosphere at Oak Ridge. For sure. Who's the best player you played against? Whether it's you're you're in a QB battle against someone, or there's a great defensive player on the other side. Cool. I I would say like when I was playing DB uh, my sophomore year is probably Joseph Nagata. He played for Folsom, and he's he was a true freshman at Clemson. So you guys probably know of him already. But okay. So you mentioned how you played DB. Can you walk through like the timeline of when you switched from? I think it was safety to quarterback and what was going through your mind then and why you decided to go to quarterback? Yeah, so I've been playing quarterback my whole life. So okay. I, I, I've been playing both ways my whole life, but um, going into my sophomore year, I they needed me to play defense just because the senior was playing that quarterback. But I think it was pretty easy just because, like, I knew I was going to be the next guy up. And I, I had a good relationship with our quarterback coach, so – we were talking on there regularly, and, um, you know, it was, it was pretty easy. Did I read that your dad still kind of wants you to play safety? <laughs> yeah, my dad my dad wants me to play safety so bad. So bad. <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> well, my dad, he's just a physical guy. He's an old-school type of guy, blue-collar type of guy. So um, he just wants me to hit people and, and not be soft like a quarterback. I'm telling him <laughs> that quarterbacks aren't soft. I told him that. Yeah, especially the running quarterbacks. Here's what you do. Yeah, exactly. Put on a little Eric Dungy tape for him, exactly. and then yep. tell him, and then tell him to look you in the eyes and say, "Quarterbacks at Syracuse are soft." No, that's the thing. Like I'm not like I have shown me like hitting people hard, and he still wants to call me soft. Like I don't get it. I don't get it. I can't <laughs> yeah, take him in the yard and give him give him a nice little stiff arm. All right. Yeah. See, I, <laughs> see, see if he calls quarterbacks soft after that. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And and on top of that too. I mean, you you saw that Patrick Mahomes payday. It, it it's it can be nice being the quarterback too. Exactly, five hundred. I mean, five hundred million doesn't sound too bad, or whatever. No, no. yeah, I would take that <laughs> right about now for sure. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Um, 
what about your weight? I've seen kind of different things and I'm, I think I read some stuff that you've been putting on some weight during this time. What's your weight right now? And do you have like a goal in mind or anything of when you get to Q's, what you'd like to be at ideally? Yeah. So I'm at about 215 right now. Like it dropped a little bit just because, um, football, like, um, just like all the running and stuff and that changes how your body is. But, um, yeah, I'm probably going to play at 215 this year just because I feel good and I feel pretty fast and I feel like I'm thick enough. But when I get the cues, I kind of want to get to 225, 230 just because it's just a little different level there and you just got to protect yourself more. So I would say 230 maybe. Who's the NFL team that you like watching? Rams. You're a Rams fan. Okay. I was going to ask since I know you're kind of from that Bay Area. Did, did Dino try to play the Jimmy G card on you at all? <laughs> oh, he played the they they played the Jimmy G car on me. It was a good play. I'll give him that. <laughs> what, so what what do they say when they present yeah. that? Uh, they just I mean they didn't try to like put it in my face, but they were like talking about just like their experience with him and like how he was and stuff and how they um just changed like his motion and stuff and uh just excelled at him like as a quarterback I guess. And my mom's a Niners fan, so. Uh, Coach Babers and oh, so it worked uh, on mom. My mom was talking about, yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> What's like Coach Babers and Gilbert's pitch to you like? Besides maybe the Jimmy G thing, like when they first got a chance to talk with you and sort of sell Syracuse, what were a couple things that they said? Um, so Coach Babers basically gave me like this speech about like. He wanted to give someone the keys to the Ferrari, basically. But if you can't, if you can't handle the keys, like I can't give it to you. So he's like, "I'll give you the keys if you're good enough." And um, like if you're good enough, you're gonna have to control of this offense and stuff. So they gave me that, and um, it, they told me that it's just a got good opportunity for me, and they think I'd fit in well there. That's so. I'm not coach saying. <laughs> yeah. The keys to the Ferrari. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, I'm not saying that it was necessarily a, a promise and it's going to be given to you silver spoon fed, but is the succession plan, at least from your eyes and how they presented it to you, you're going to sit a year, Tommy's going to graduate and then boom, we're grooming you to be QB one. No, they, they didn't say anything like that. Um, they, they told me how their quarterback room was. They didn't say anything like you're going to be the guy. They said, like, everybody can compete, like, no matter what the situation is. So, like, I know I'm going to have to compete. Like, I know people are saying, like, I could be the next quarterback, but I know I'm going to have to compete because I know these are ACC quarterbacks and it's it's going to be a battle for sure. I like that attitude. That's awesome. A couple more questions before we let you go here, and this has been great. Uh, I I know you mentioned that you were interested in Newhouse a little bit. Tyler and I both went through Newhouse there. It was awesome. Do you have any major in mind? I guess it's a little bit early, but what kind of stood out about Newhouse to you? I don't know. I just, like, I think when we were walking the campus, my mom was like, you know, they have the number one, like, communication school in the in the world so that was like i mean if i'm going here like i'm i'm definitely gonna do that just to get that experience so i don't really have like a certain thing that i want to do yet but i don't know i gotta think yeah yeah you got plenty of time what are you you're 17 years old 
Yes, sir. I'm 17. Yeah, you you just got a you got a license like a year ago, all right? So you, you don't need <laughs> yeah. to you don't need to know what you want to do for but the he's rest getting of your the life. Just Ferrari, maybe. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So good thing coach, you do have that I don't license. Coach wants to give me that. I failed my first time on the drivers on the drivers test, so I don't think he wants to use <laughs> Ferrari. Oh no, really? We might need to hear that so, story. Okay. Yeah, wait. No, what happened was, there? Okay, so I missed zero, but. Okay, there was a four-way stop, but there was no stop sign, so I was taking it easy. So I did a complete stop. So she gave me an automatic fail. It was so stupid. I was so mad. What? So it was a four-way stop, yeah. but there was no, no stop no, okay. sign. There was the there was the cross like the crosswalk lines, right? But without a stop okay. sign. Four ways. So I thought it was. I wanted to make sure, like, so I wasn't running like a stoplight or so. I don't even know, dude. It was it was bad. It was bad. Oh man. <laughs> yeah <laughs> well well okay hopefully you don't you don't fail that that first driving test with with coach babers because we we need no, you to, to have this ferrari running all right um <laughs> yeah I got when, when you're when you're touring around syracuse was there a building or a I, I know there's some statues around campus that you're like oh that's pretty cool yeah i thought the like the 44 jersey like the 44 statues at the football facility were pretty cool and i also thought the carrier dome was a uh, was pretty cool i didn't get to go inside but i wish i would have yeah how's the roof looking on the dome because i'm sure you've seen it but they're they're renovating it a ton so i haven't been up there in a while and i'm I'm just curious from anyone's perspective what it looks like right now and where the renovations are at i don't know they were working pretty hard so i didn't see yeah. too much of it but yeah yeah, it's it's gonna be a completely different. Like the next time Tim and I go up for a game, it's it's not gonna look at all like when we were at school. And to be honest, that's probably for the better too. Because I mean, I, the I remember the Florida State game my senior year. It had oh, to yeah. have been at least ninety five degrees inside the dome because it's named after an air conditioning company, but there's no air conditioning in the dome. So it's I, love that. I mean. <laughs> it's the the irony is unbelievable but um california yeah. right there yeah, yeah exactly so right. you're gonna be well equipped for it too yeah yeah that's that's advantage yep. for you because i don't know if you know but the the way that it goes and, and i guess you're not necessarily gonna have to deal with this actually no you are gonna have to deal with this maybe but for what way, happens yeah. is is these these this offense just moves so fast and the defenses can't keep up with it so they fake these cramps and you yeah. just hear it, the rain of of booze that come in so if you're if you're a quarterback and you see that happening what like what's your move i don't know i don't know um i don't know to be honest <laughs> just keep running man Run just play. keep running yeah <laughs> All right, Justin. Well, really appreciate you hopping on with us. We're excited for you to to take the reins at Cuse one day, and and we'll be tracking your high school career and, and your Syracuse career for sure. And we can't wait to watch you up in Orange. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on. All right, so there you have it. Hopefully, the guy that's going to be taking over for Tommy DeVito, and this is a guy who probably would have benefited from some of the camps that he would have attended this summer, but who knows? We will never know. The only thing that matters now is how he produces on the field, 
once he gets up to Syracuse. And we're really looking forward to tracking the rest of his high school career as well as when he gets up to the 315. So next week's show, we're going to have a lot of stuff with this college football scheduling because a ton of stuff is going to happen between now and Monday. And I can't wait to kind of see how everything boils down because this is really going to have a big impact on Syracuse and these Power 5 schools, not just in the football side of things, but also on the basketball side of things. Who knows? Are they next to go into a conference-only schedule? So we'll break all of that down coming up on Monday. We'll also tell you everything that happened during Bayheim's Army and their game from over the weekend. So we're hoping that they can take down sideline cancer. Again, there have been upsets galore in this TBT and sideline cancer, one of those higher seeds in terms of one of the last few teams in to the bracket. Meanwhile, Bayheim's army, they're protecting that three seed, but guess what? The one seed already out in the basketball tournament. We saw Carmen's crew go down to house of pain, the Illinois alumni team. So that just shows you that anything goes in this TBT tournament. So we will break everything down for you, and maybe we'll even talk to a Bayheim's Army player next week as well. So we will get to all of that on Monday. Hope everyone has a safe, healthy, fun weekend, and we will talk to you next week.